Hello, and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. My name is Matt Ham. With me, as always, is my good friend and co-host, Kevin Adams. We are here every Sunday at 1 p.m. on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. And guys, you're listening to a show where we have a heart to help people uh, wake up, not to live in the funk of life, not to live beneath their circumstances, but to learn to live beyond them. And we use faith as a mechanism to do that. This is about the gospel, the essence of the gospel, what it is, uh, the truth of the Bible, how we were created, how God intended for us to live, what Jesus had to say, what he modeled for us, and not just to go to church on Sunday and get a nice message and then walk away living by another set of rules. We hope that people would navigate their entire life by faith because God said that anything um, that, that is not faith is not pleasing to me. And so we have to say, am I living my life the way that God has intended for me to live it? Or am I living as a victim to what's on the news or what my neighbor said or what my kids are doing or whatever circumstances that are bearing me right now? And we're here to tell you that you don't have to live that way. Yes. <laughs> live by faith. <laughs> <laughs> you can be the guy that does the uh, the voiceovers, man. <laughs> so we just we hope that you guys would take some time to pause in your crazy busy life and let the truth of this resonate at the deepest parts of you because you do not have to live in stress and frustration anymore. You do not have to live right. buried underneath circumstances. And so, you know, Kevin, uh, before we jump into this this topic, I have to give a shout out to our corporate sponsor, one of our corporate sponsors, and that is Chris Hutchins and his team at Guaranteed Rate. Uh, Chris and his team have been in the mortgage business for 20 years. Uh, they have great products, great service. Give them a call, 910-344-0304. Chris and your team, thanks so much. Um, if you are a business owner or you are part of a business and you're looking to uh, advertise with us and partner with us to continue this movement, feel free to contact us at info at uprint.life. So, Kevin. Is it time for a break? <laughs> no, sorry. I, you know, we have to get some of these things uh, get some of these things out. Sometimes I Just get a little bit. You, man. Yeah. So, so today we're talking a little bit about this concept of forgiveness. And we, we dove into that in the first uh, segment. And the thing was is that I really, really feel very strongly that this concept of forgiveness is keeping people from the Father, that it's keeping them from stepping into faith, that it's a roadblock for them. And I want to figure out how to help people break through this because it's no way to live. Do you have any unforgiveness, Matt? Plenty, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't say plenty. There there are, yeah, there are these, uh, there's these emotions that you feel where you're just like, what they did is not right. It's not justified. And something in me needs to be the one to prove them wrong, you know, mm. uh, or to show them the right way, you know. And the more you live with that, man, it's just, it destroys your heart. Yeah. Well, I think that, you know, one of the things we talk about, and it's straight from the good news, and that is uh, it's an upside-down kingdom. Um, our job isn't to, our job is to be wheat, you know, and the wheat and the tares. Uh, the tares are weeds, things that grow that aren't meant to be eaten. Uh, they're not uh, what we plant, but they still grow in the garden. So, you know, <clears throat> our job is to be wheat. It's not to pull the tares up. It's just to be good wheat. So we've kind of got to look at it that way and go, you know, my job here isn't to uh, uh, make judgment. 
we do everything you decide. I, you know, I get tired of hearing people say, don't judge. Mm-hmm. Well, every decision you make is a judgment. Uh, it's not right to say, do not judge. Um, you know, put that in the context of what God was saying, was don't judge lest you be judged. It, it, he's talking about judging people's salvation, that type of thing. Mm. But we do need to have that heart and attitude of uh, consider the, the uh, speck in your own eye. So anyway, you know, before the looking at the beam, and, and uh, I think it's the speck in their, their eye, eye and the beam in your own eye. I sure. got it backwards. But the point is, is we've got to look at ourselves first and know that we have been forgiven. And that's a big thing. So it's always, you always flip the model. In other words, if you, if you can learn how to not be offended by things, that's a great start. Um, but secondarily, you know, God is merciful. We don't deserve his forgiveness. And, and yeah, you know, we talk very positive here, but God's already done it. He's, he's good. But uh, so, so we need to remember that um, and, and, and reflect on that. You know, I've been forgiven. And all of my sins, even my future sins, are already forgiven. They're thrown in the ocean because I'm his, because, you know, you're his. So with that in mind, you can live free of it. Now, what does that mean? Does that mean that you now can go out and be offended by other people? Yes, people are going to make you mad. They're going to hurt you. They're going to do, you know, I've had a lot of things done to me over the years. I had an employee embezzle money. I mean, we've had a lot of stuff. Uh, I had a partner. um, you know, do some things he shouldn't have done. And we just forgave him, you know, and I even gave money to these people. One guy could have sent to prison and I didn't do it. Um, I said, man, you know, the Lord loves you, be forgiven. But it freed me. You see, they got something out of it, but it actually freed me. It let me let go of it. It let me be more like Jesus. Mm. And that's the goal. So yeah, if you've dealt with this and you feel like you've got some things that you haven't forgiven, um, I, again, I talked about this earlier, but the tricky part of this isn't the obvious stuff. Yeah. You know, so-and-so did this to me, and I'm forgiven. Mm-hmm. It's the things underneath that you haven't recognized. Um, I'll give you, for instance, um, you know, my, man, I love my dad. I love him so much. But it, it, my dad was a very quiet man. He grew up in a different generation, so he didn't, there wasn't much of that, you know, hey, I'm proud of you kind of kind of thing. and. And uh, gosh, I hate to even say it because I just, man, I love my dad. But but it was hard on me, and he didn't, you know, he's just quiet. He didn't mean it. Uh, mm. But when I grew up, I had to learn, let that go, you know, forgive him for that. Forgive him for that. And and I did, and it freed me. Mm. And uh, But I say it to my kids all the time. So I'm not making a judgment about my dad, but I am in a way because I'm saying, you know what? Letting that go. What caused you to get to that point where you realized that you were still harboring that unforgiveness? Well, it's just uh, it's, I didn't realize it for for years. I uh, I think that it, it just that pain. It there's a there's a great Misty Edwards song. It's called "All Men Are Broken." It's beautiful. Look it up on iTunes and get it. I mean, it's just it'll make you weep. But uh, broken fathers. Produce broken fathers, produce broken fathers, and over and over and over. So anyway, you get to a point where you recognize, gosh, I'm doing this, I'm acting the same way, or I'm acting out a different way because of pain. Mm. And when you do that, you have to be honest and go, why am I doing this? 
Yeah. And I've got this one thing that's bothering me. It, It really hurts. So you have to be honest and clear and get down into that place. But forgiveness is is huge. It's foundational. Yeah. Um, you know. Well, one of the things, man, is that that's been painfully obvious to me is when you are around people that you know are living with unforgiveness. And you can mm-hmm. just tell because the fruit in their life is right. not producing joy, mm-hmm. peace, patience. It's not the fruit of the spirit. Right. There's cynicism. There's anger. You know, and especially right. among men, one of the things that I detest about the male species <laughs> is men, and yeah, that's strong language, that's how I feel about it. Men cut each other down mm-hmm. all the time. Sure. It is a contest to chop people's ankles out from underneath them right. and, and act like it's no, I'm just giving you a hard time, man. I'm just messing, man. I'm just messing or whatever. Yeah. Well, you're demeaning me as a man, mm-hmm. you know, and you think it's funny. Right. You know what I mean? I was in a fantasy football league for years and years and years, and all we did was talk trash to one another. That's all we did. Yeah. We picked on each other. Right. You know what I mean? About everything. Mm-hmm. And it made me sick. I was like, why am I living in this, man? Why am I putting up with this? And, you right. know, again, I know that all fantasy football, it's not like a condemnation. People want to polarize the issue, but I'm saying I'm not going to be a part of this anymore if this is the direction it's going. Well, I think what you're talking about is um, – <clears throat> the the fruit of unforgiveness or the fruit of uh this competitive type yeah, spirit, jealousy anger yeah all of that junk it leaves you when you walk away from somebody who's dealing with this it leaves you heavy mm. it, it you know it, someone who's a true friend someone who who is uh from the lord and brings that light into your life they lift you up they 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 make you feel lighter mm. you walk away and you feel better having been around them it, that's a good sign if you walk away from somebody and you feel worse, um, there's some stuff going on there, and it mm. needs to be dealt with in a loving way. And why why would people choose to live in relationships where they walk away feeling worse and not do anything about it? Oh, people live lifetimes with it. Marriages, relationships, you know, it's yeah, it's <laughs> you got to deal with it. the 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 place to 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 get started is right in with yourself. That's that upside down thing. We don't think that we project outward. Yeah. But if they would only stop doing this, well, you know, instead of looking for the right person to be married to, start being the right person. Ooh. Uh, that's so good, man. That's so good. I'm going to let that sit with this break. <laughs> you guys are listening to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back right after this. Hey, I'm Matt Ham, co founder of Uprint. And I want to let you know about an exciting new course that we've created called The Spiritual Cleanse. We know that people want to uncover their why and live out God's purpose for their life. But the truth is, the circumstances and demands of life seem to bury us. The cleanse was created for the specific purpose of helping you break free from some of the spiritual strongholds so that you can learn to respond to your circumstances instead of being buried by them. Through a process of daily devotionals and exercises, you will learn how to become spiritually instinctive, get a fresh picture of who God is and who you are to Him. Go to www.uprint.life forward slash spiritual cleanse. That's www.youprint.life forward slash spiritual cleanse.
Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. We are Christian authors. My name's Matt Ham. With me is Kevin Adams, and we're here every Sunday. That's Kevin Adams to you, man. <laughs> the funny thing that I got to thinking about, man, and like, this is the way I feel, dude. Like, you know, God brought us here for this time and put us together to do this thing, you know? And we've been saying that for a while, but like today it really hit me. I was like, <laughs> this show, like, this can change people's lives. And the yeah. stuff that we're talking about here is needed in our culture today. Absolutely. We want to argue about what Trump tweeted or getting on people on Twitter. I mean, it's just so stupid. It's like we're wasting our time <laughs> with all this nonsense stuff. I was like, man, we can really help people break free and not live this kind of stressful, frustrated, struggled existence. I was like, heck yeah, dude. We're yeah. like, what's a what's like a two-by-two, two, man? What's like a – I'm trying to think of something in, in, in like uh, – culture or movies or something like that where it's like one and two man these dudes are going that's us man <laughs> yo yeah you know joshua and caleb man amen the grapes <laughs> the muscadines they're big we're going after we're seeing the good things that's the uh part of the adventure of christianity and maturing being a veteran christian there's no junior holy spirit you don't have to be 50 years in to see that god is good and uh but the idea is to focus on what he is doing, give him credit for everything that is good. But sometimes you got to be in the bottom of a well to look up to see that, and it takes pain a lot mm. of times uh, before people are ready to let go of their comfort and all that kind of stuff. It's not about being uncomfortable. It's about letting go of everything that seems like God to us to feel good in the moment so that we can... Um, you know, help others feel free and whole and good uh, eternally, but also in the in their life. So, so there's a you know, without trying to get it going around the mountain here, the uh, part of this whole forgiveness thing is, you know, are you willing to? Um, what's more important, your your temporary physical needs or their uh, their the eternal spiritual needs of others? Mm. And that's a, that's a challenging question, you know. So you always want to come at it from that place of if you're if you're launching from faith. In other words, you are living. What seek first the kingdom, you know, and mm-hmm. His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. So you're not focusing on how do I get comfortable, how do I feel good, how do I. Instead, you're saying, "What can I do to help others? How can I help other people be free?" What can I do? And a lot of times that's simple. It's just a kind word in, in the Walmart or a, uh, an encouraging thought or a smile or whatever. And so for, forgiveness is huge, but if you're walking in that freedom, then you're, uh, you're constantly in a state of mercy, constantly in a state of uh, free. You know, like uh, you, you're, not, uh, you, you're not offended by things yeah. because they don't have power over you. That's a mouthful of stuff, but hopefully I'm I'm trying to paint a picture that this is a mode. Yeah, it's an awareness. That's what I think. It's like you you live in this state of awareness where you understand that you are a vessel by which God does His work in the world. That's right, and He's working in all things. Yeah, that's and you right. see Him in little stuff like on the last show. You said this little squirrel pulling out napkins or whatever, you know. And you told me this crazy story about a turtle. You know what I mean? It's like you see Him. 
and stuff and nature and right. everything, relationships, you know, and, and you feel him moving and you, you respond to that and you live in that mode. Mm-hmm. And then that's where just like, man, God just completely uh, blows your mind right. because you're out of the way now. Well, it, you know, one of the metaphors I use, and I use a, a lot of metaphors because God speaks to me in pictures, and it's so clear. And, it, you know, it's just it's amazing, but but it just helps me understand it and, and be able to express it to others. So, you know, make of it what you will. But one of the one of the ones I love so much and I really cling to is this idea that, you know, this this uh, vessel that we have, we mostly think of it as a body and then there's some gooky stuff in the middle and, you know, maybe there's a spirit. But the truth is we are spirit. We're created in his image. God is spirit. Um, the soul is the mind, will, and emotion. It is the bridge between the body and the spirit. And uh, that's where we kind of get messed up. But uh, the way it's supposed to work is it's supposed to be led by the spirit. That's where God inhabits us. He says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. That means he lives in our spirit. He won't leave that. But we can walk away from his presence, you know, in our body. And we do that all the time when we uh, live in that place of unforgiveness, of sin, or whatever that mm-hmm. is. So, but anyway, back to the metaphor, the idea is if we are emptied of those strongholds and those negative things, and we're, we're like a surgical glove that God's hand uses to do surgery. So he's saving lives, you know, he's doing brain surgery, whatever. God is the surgeon. But we get to be that glove. We get to be that vessel that he inhabits, and he does something powerful in this environment, and it's healing. Yeah. Now, that's a beautiful picture, you know? You know, it, it brings this up. I'm glad you brought that up. This just hit me. Yesterday, uh, North Carolina State, my alma mater, my boys love watching their basketball games. Mm-hmm. They were playing South Carolina State. And on the sidelines, a South Carolina player just fell over, mm. and they didn't know what was going on. Well, next mm-hmm. thing you know, his heart stopped Wow! for three minutes. Wow. He's a college student. That's terrible. The trainer for the team mm-hmm. gets over the top of him and starts administering CPR. Mm. It bought time for the doctors to come. They revived him courtside, and now the kid is alive and in the hospital. And I heard the the coach, right? When this happened, Kevin, the entire stadium went silent, mm-hmm. and everybody was praying. You showed the stands. People are praying for this kid. And it was such a drastic realization of this is the condition of our life. Mm-hmm. We are literally on the table, and we're dying. And yet God is the one who comes in and fills us, right? Mm-hmm. And even so, this trainer was in that moment new CPR, and became the vessel by which this kid's life was saved. Yeah, You know what I mean? And you right. see God's providence in that. You see his hand in that, and then say, we get to do that every day. Well, that's the life we're meant to live. I mean, what's the point of you know, this? This isn't about getting in a club or getting into heaven. It's about becoming a son or daughter of the living God. And uh, the opportunity is there for us as long as we have breath in our lungs. Um, so... It, it's it's so much greater than man. I I, I I just got saved. I'm I'm going to heaven now. Well, that's awesome, but it's not just that. It's not it's, it. Yeah. So once you're saved, what are you going to do? You just keep going to church and and uh, just keep making the rounds or you know whatever. I mean, there's work to do, and that that work is from heaven into the earth, bringing God's kingdom, and uh, it's done through purpose through intention, through expression of his hand working through ours. We are his hands and feet. 
Christ is the head, we are the body, we're in the earth, he's in heaven, sitting at the right hand of the Father. I could go on and on and on. I don't want to waste a bunch of time on that, but the point is, is it is a mode, and if you have things that block that, then you can't be that surgical glove because there's gunk in there. Yeah. You know, what was it, the OJ glove? Remember he put that thing yeah, it on? It wouldn't fit, right? It wouldn't fit. He didn't pull it down. Yeah, he shrank <laughs> so up too. It wouldn't fit because he didn't really pull it down. I mean, yeah. you know, we could debate that all day. But the point is, is um, if something's blocking that, we can't, that then it's not effective. This is a co-laboring effort. God uh, uses us on earth. You know, his will on earth as it is in heaven, his kingdom on earth as it is in heaven. That means something. Yeah. We can't ignore that and just go, yeah, you know, I just, I, yeah, but I got the grind to go to every week. No, the grind becomes your battlefield, your mission field. If you're Mother Teresa, then, you know, what you're, what you're doing every week, that becomes your mission. It has to. And then God may take you to another one if you handle that properly and that freedom. But if you don't, you may sit there forever dealing with strongholds, yeah. and so yeah, one of the big things of our heart is to is is to as this company is to help people get free of that. You don't need necessarily need psychology and and and, and you know depression medication. You might, but that that's not what we do. We come in there and we deal with stuff from a faith perspective, and it's powerful. And the majority of people. That's what they need. They don't need all that other stuff. Yeah. Well, we rely on psychology and Christian counseling and the latest bestseller or a five-step program or what. All of these things is what we rely on. People do. Yeah, people do. And that's to fix the circumstances or to fix the symptoms. And what we do is we go after what is underneath the symptoms, right? We go after the kind of heart of it. And that for us is kind of the the challenge here at Uprint is to go after the spiritual poverty underneath that right. is kind of eroding us from the inside out instead of going after the symptoms. So that's one thing I want to just encourage people with is if you feel the symptoms in your life, if you feel the strongholds on the outside, don't let those things be something that you just treat with a Band-Aid. We're here to help you dive into and go after the spiritual poverty underneath. Yeah. My, sorry, my mic fell. and uh... <laughs> It's all good. Perfect timing. We're going to take a little break. Wow. <laughs> all good. You're listening. Thunder. <laughs> God is speaking. You're listening to Wake Up Our Faith on Wilmington's Big Talker 106.7 FM. We'll be back right after this. At Uprint, we believe that fully developed people are the greatest asset of any organization. If your organization is looking to develop a culture of satisfaction, well-being, and unified purpose among its members, Uprint is the breath of fresh air that will help. Our faith development workshops are geared to help the members of your organization uncover their God-given potential and work within a streamlined corporate vision from a place of individual value. We work with some of the fastest-growing, most dynamic organizations in both corporate and faith-based settings, and we offer a wide range of faith-driven, personal development, and cutting-edge business leadership topics. To learn more, schedule a discovery call by going to www.uprint.life. Hello and welcome back to Wake Up Our Faith, the show where passion, purpose, and dreaming big challenge common sense. We like to think of it as a conversation to shed light on the upside of upside-down living. 
My name is Matt Ham. With me is Kevin Adams, and we are Uprint. Uh, we're the co-founders of a faith development organization that is aimed at helping you bridge the gap between Sundays, and for that matter, all of the gaps in your life, the gap between the person that you'd hope to be, the person you feel like God's called you to be, and kind of where you are today, to get honest about that gap and uh, and to begin living it out and know that it's not a trap, as Kevin says, it's a gap. And uh, oftentimes, we get lost in circumstances. We get lost in frustrations and struggles, and there's there's things in our life that feel like they're blocking us from the things that we need to do, and we don't know how. And one of the things we say around here is that God is the how. That's right. Well, and it doesn't mean that pain isn't real. It doesn't mean that these things don't hurt and, and struggles and divorce and uh, financial problems or, or whatever. You know, people go through this stuff. It's horrible, and it hurts. And and But, uh, you know, in dealing with that, there is freedom, and, and it's real, and it's authentic. It's not somebody talking from a pulpit who has never been challenged, uh, it's, we are trying to lead a movement, if you will. That's a kind of a cliche hippie way to say it, but uh, we want people in this city in particular, but outside of it too, to walk in absolute freedom. I mean, the, what the Bible gives us is it's real. It's for real. Mm. And I've had the privilege for the last decade of my life to live this out in a way of testing it. Is this real? God, are you real? And I'm going to wait on you to do it until you move. And I dare you, you know, kind of, I was at that place in 2008, 2009, and uh, he did it. I mean, he came through every time. And, you know, so when I talk about this stuff, I say it a little bit with an edge because I'm going to stand up for him because he did it. He actually did it. Mm. And a lot of the heroes of faith, not only in Scripture, but in modern times. You know, the, the, the some of the people we've talked about earlier, Andrew Murray and, you know, George Mueller and, and some of these great men and women, they saw that. Uh, you know, the Martin Luther. Uh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Martin Luther King. King. But also Martin Luther mm-hmm. got this. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, hey, life's tough, but... God is so good. I'm going to raise my expectations. I want what you got, Father. I'm not, I'm not going to leave anything on the table. Yeah. I'm going to be real. And so people that stand up and do that, that's that's what we're after. Yeah. But we're after because everybody's meant to live that kind of life, and it's a life of freedom, not hardship. There may be difficulties in the process, but it's it's about learning to navigate through that so that you can be that surgical glove or that vessel for a mighty, mighty, powerful God, instead of focusing on the, you know, the pain, yeah, not the not the flame, you know, just the pain of the fire. Well, think what the fire is going to do, though. Yeah, it's a purification, refiner's fire, right? Yeah. It's in Malachi. I was reading Malachi, <laughs> uh, really prepared my heart for Christmas, and kind of like this is the last thing God said before Jesus comes on the scene. You know, mm-hmm. four hundred years. What did He say? Mm-hmm. And I mean, he basically looked at the the Jewish people and said, "Like your your offerings that you've been bringing me, mm. they're worthless. Yeah. Like they're they're a shame to me." You know, he said, "But if you're willing, mm. watch me, and I'll open up the floodgates of heaven, and That's I'll right. pour out the blessing on you. And I'm sending. You know what I mean? Right. I'm sending the Elijah. I'm sending the one to come. Right. And I mean, it's such a beautiful promise. And you and I, Kevin, one of the things to me is like we refuse the status quo. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Even living in the status quo myself, you know, in, in many ways, it's like, oh, but dude, you look, you got a great family and you live near the beach or whatever. You know, people want to throw that junk at you all the time. But in the heart of hearts, man, it's refusing to elevate those things as the leading, you know, uh, uh, navigational tool in my life, you know? Right. And, and that's where we're saying, like, listen, we don't want just this average kind of mundane routine, you know, hop on the hamster wheel, groundhog day faith. Right. You know, we want something that's that's essential to our lives that is poured in by God and to step in and, li- and live this out. Right. It's something you said earlier in the show today that I really, really, really want to tap into here because this is probably the most profound thing that our culture misses. misses. And I would dare say if you're out there on television, you're watching the news, if you're watching movies, entertainment, whatever, if you're on Twitter, listening to popular culture, even if you're in pulpits and stuff, you know, this is something you said that is profound. You said, instead of looking for the right person, be the right person. Mm. And to me, man, that was just straight out of heaven to say, like, stop looking for everything else mm-hmm. and stop looking for God in everything else and start becoming That's who right. he's called you to be. That's right. You are his hands and feet and uh, people don't people don't want to want to either own up to that because of the responsibility um or uh, they don't think they deserve it because yeah. it's not but, but the thing is it's not about deserving it. It's about a privilege of being a son or a daughter. That's the that's the most beautiful thing is recognizing. Uh, you showed us. Uh, you just showed me a picture of your sweet little baby daughter up on the counter trying to get, <laughs> right. get a cup on her own, and she's she's pretty little, so it was a kind of a scary thing for you to notice it. Not even two, but uh, yeah. So you know, and I'm. I mean, look, <laughs> my kids were little. I've got two daughters and a son. They're all grown up now. I remember those days. And but think about how you feel when you see your children. Uh, you know, there's a there's there's something more than just oh I hope she doesn't get hurt. There's also wow, she she's amazing. I'm just I'm so head over heels in love with my child, and and that's how God feels about us the same way, but much more exponential. So when you have that perspective of God, yeah, then these things that happen in life they don't own you anymore. Whether it's a struggle here or a sickness or whatever, you you deal with it. There's a, a period of dealing with it, but but you, you start looking forward and, all right, God, what's next? What are we going to do in this? What are you going to do through this for me so that I can do for them? What's the goal here? And it's focused on the promised land and what's good and what's ahead, and there's always hope in that. And that's the way to live like Jesus. So it's not about, well, i got to go do all these good deeds— it's about seeing yourself as a son or a daughter of God. That's emulating Jesus. Yeah. That's the starting place. And that's what we want to help people see. And we, we can do it because we've got the experience uh, to, to having walked through this. It's not about having some theology degree or millions of dollars or any of that stuff. It's about being honest about it, being for real. And we are. Yeah. We mean it. We just want to help people. And we can't. One of the things, Kevin, that that you know we kind of predicate our business on is is helping people break free of strongholds, right? You know, it's yeah. getting down. Right. And the only way to do that is dig down to the bottom, right? The foundation. Mm-hmm. You know, if 
There's yeah. some integrity issue with a structure, a building. You've got to go to the foundation and fix that That's you right. know, thing. Otherwise, yeah, go ahead and replace the window. <laughs> the window's right. gonna, you know what I mean? It's gonna crack and blow out again or whatever right. because the foundation's out of out of sorts. So so we go at the foundation, we go at spiritual poverty and help people break free of strongholds. But what we mm-hmm. see in culture too often is people just want symptomatic healing. That's right. They just want, oh man, I just need to fix this one thing. God, if you just fix my marriage, well, you gotta fix your marriage by right. fixing your gut, man, by fixing yeah. your heart. You know what I mean? You've got to fix unforgiveness in your life by going after the heart. And that's what people are unwilling to do. They're like, well, mm-hmm. I would rather just read the latest bestseller on forgiveness, or I'd rather just, you know, take this marital, you know, class or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And if you don't heal the foundation, if you don't heal the spiritual brokenness that's inside, right. then you will never be able to build whole on it. It's the whole house on the right. rock or sand. Well, and you need to walk with people. Discipleship is, is walking with people who have the wisdom and the experience and the integrity to press in on that and stay with you and not leave you on the battlefield. That's one of my big things is, look, you know, we're not going to leave you on the battlefield. We mm. really, truly care. Yep. This is what church, this is what being the church looks like. So it's not about going to a box on a hill, you know, in a picture. Um, although, you know, it's, it's fine. Congregations are great. We love them, you know, all that kind of stuff. But we, we need community but it's about being the church every day yeah. and really ultimately being a son or daughter of, of the living God every day, following in Jesus' footsteps. And but, but all the way back to it's about being that. And, and you can't do anything until you first be that thing because the heart moves the hands. You have to have the right heart. You have to, to get these things, uh, these strongholds, these things that pull you in all these directions, get free of them. And then you do the thing that, that, that God puts in your heart, that hunger, that deep desire. You start to follow that, and it's the most it's amazing thing ever. And there's favor, and God just opens doors, and then your life begins to impact others in exponential ways. So that's the being idea. It's not about not doing, but the doing has to come from knowing who you are truly with honesty. Yeah. Such good stuff, Kevin. I, I just appreciate you, my friend. And for those listening, this can really change your life like for real. And, and God has something bigger than you can imagine, even in the midst of your pain and struggles. And we just don't want you to feel buried in that. So connect with us at uprint.life. Come back here every Sunday from 1 to 2 p.m. for Wake Up Our Faith and know that we're praying for you. Love you guys. Be good.